Well, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. It's good to be with you all today. And we're going to be in John chapter 19 today. John 19, verse 25. And this is what we read. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. So here we have a, a really poignant scene. Jesus is on the cross and he looks down and he sees his disciple John and he says to John, I want you to now look after my own mom. I want you to look after my mom as if she were your own. And to some degree, this makes sense because Jesus and his disciple John were actually first cousins. John and his brother James were first cousins with Jesus. We're told in the Gospels that, that the mother and father of James and John were named Zebedee and Salome, and that Salome was the sister of Mary, Jesus' mother. And so Jesus and John were first cousins. But in another way, this was a really strange exchange because Culturally at that time, Jesus would, would not have asked John to look after his mom, but he would have asked his younger brothers. He would have said to John, look, I want you to talk to my younger brothers, and I want you to make sure that, that they watch out, that they care for her, that they take her into their homes. And so why does Jesus ask John, who is not a, a close family member, not, not a brother, to, to look after his mom? Well, at that time... Jesus' brothers were not yet following him. And so here's what I believe was going on. I believe that Jesus was saying in that moment to all followers of Jesus that, that our relationship with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, fellow believers, should be stronger than, than even our relationships with our own flesh and blood. That we should build deeper bonds, that, that we should care more intentionally for our brothers and sisters in Christ than, than anyone else, including our own relatives. Which is a, a pretty staggering, staggering statement for, for us to receive. And so there's three points that I, I want us to make in light of this truth that I, I believe Jesus is saying here. That our, our, our bonds, our connections to fellow believers should be even stronger than our connections to other family members. And Here's the first point. If this is true, that our, our deepest bonds should be with, with brothers and sisters in Christ, then it is also true that our, our connections, our bonds with brothers and sisters should be stronger than those who share our own political beliefs or views. And, and certainly as, as we gear up for another election here in a few weeks, we need to hear this point, that none of us should ever attend a political rally and look around and say to ourselves, this is my people. Here I, I have finally found the people who, who most get me. I finally found the people who I have the most affinity for. I finally found my people. Here's my people. All these Republicans or all these Democrats. No, no, no. No, the, the people that we, we should get around and say, here are the people who really get me are the brothers and sisters we find at church. That our deepest connection and bonds are not with those who share our political views, but are rather those who, 
who would say, Jesus is Lord. My hope is in Jesus' death and resurrection. Amen. Amen. Secondly, second point is this. In light of this truth, that our deepest bonds, deepest connections should be with those who are in Christ, then we need to know that we will be judged based on how we treat our brothers and sisters in Christ. We will be evaluated. We will be judged when we stand before the Lord based on how we treated our brothers and sisters. And so we just need to make a commitment before the Lord that we will not slander, we will not speak poorly of brothers and sisters in Christ when they're not around. That we will not make fun of them. We will not get a cheap laugh at their expense. We will not make fun of our brothers and sisters in Christ. We will not judge our brothers and sisters in Christ in our own hearts. We just need to make that commitment. For we will be judged. We will be evaluated based on how we treat our brothers and sisters. And then lastly, here's my third point. You know, if we want to grow deeper in our relationship with our brothers and sisters, if we want to build deeper bonds, then we have to be willing to be honest about where we're really at. If our marriage is struggling, we have to to tell others about it. If we're struggling with mental health problems, we need to tell others. If there's sin in our life, we need to tell others. You know, it is far too often the case that people come to church and they put on their church face and they say amen and praise the Lord without ever disclosing anything that's really going on in their lives. But if other people are to speak into our lives, if other people are to encourage us, if other people are to speak truth and love, then, then we need to be honest. If we're not known, then people can't care for us, and we certainly won't feel connected to others. And so let us do the hard work of, of just being brutally honest about where we're at. So I, I hope, hope those points make sense. Let us all be thankful that we have been placed in this, in this messy and certainly imperfect but, but beautiful family called the church. It's God's grace that we've been placed in this family. So, hope that was helpful for you, and I will talk to you soon. Thought I had it.